0: a stress reliever, you yeah. know, it teaches us how to deal with stress, how to, when you can slow down and do do things like in the in the Tai Chi fashion, the slow meditative fashion, you can kind of see what's going on before it starts happening, like you might feel yourself getting stressed out, yeah. and you'd be like, no, I'm not going to let that take me over, yeah. and you kind of can laugh at it, you know, because you've seen it, yeah. but if you were like not aware of it, it would take you over, and before you know it, you may be having road rage, you know what I mean, but before Tai Chi practice, I mean, the art has completely changed me, man. Yeah. to a, and that's what it does it just I mean now it's like all about compassion you know what I mean it's all about like helping others that's like the number one uh, principle for Tai Chi is to do no harm you know what I mean yeah. even if you even if even if uh, violence if you know a violent encounter comes your way it's still to do no harm even to the attacker wow. you know and that's just beautiful that's why I love it so much yeah I'm like everybody should learn it.
1: get you on this show talk about your dreams aspirations goals whatever you want to discuss That to help somebody get better How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Unlimited Power Show. This is the show where we shine light on your unlimited capability to achieve greatness. And when we talk about greatness, I like to bring great people to the show. And bringing great people, I always like to learn about their story, their background, their motivators, why they're chasing their passion, um, and get some lessons. So think of me as a student learning and sharing that knowledge with you. And as we venture on to this episode, I want to let Lester Holmes introduce himself, tell a little bit about his story, tell a little bit about his background. And before we do that, I want you, if you're watching live on Facebook, share this video. If you're watching on YouTube after this video, make sure you leave a comment in the description and share it. So with that being said, Lester, we was just talking about your life. And we was just, it was a quick, Quick little talk before before our main talk. And you said that the the overall story of your life have been doing without doing. And I think that's so powerful because that's my definition of passion. Mm. So with that being said, tell us a little bit about your history, a little bit about your background. Let's see Lester Holmes as a little boy running around his mom his mom's house like, certainly who who's that who's certainly that boy?
0: certainly before we go there i I have to give you thanks for being here because okay. I didn't do that so thank you for having me here as a guest no very problem. honored so let's see who's Lester as a little boy huh I'll go back to uh, South Carolina a small town growing up in a um uh, I say a little shack actually uh, my, my Grandmother was a shell cropper. Yeah. So we had a little shack that we moved down into from New Jersey. And um, growing up, I enjoyed being outside, like running around in nature. South Carolina, there's a lot of trees. And I was always into like going out and picking berries and fruit and uh, nuts and stuff like that. And it's funny because um, that's what, you know, that's like 90% of my diet to, to this day, you know.
1: It's berries and fruits. Yeah,
0: berries and fruits and veggies. And, I, and it's like I, I, I had a passion for it when I was a kid without even realizing it. Once again, <laughs> doing what I doing.
1: You was picking the fruits. Yeah. Literally. Literally. And in a different way, in a, in a figurative language. That's he so p- true. You was picking fruits from a young age. That's true. So you, your connection to nature started as, as a boy. And how has that ventured into what you do now? And what do you do now? OK,
0: so basically what I do now, um, A lot of people know me as being uh, Sifu Lester or Sifu Holmes. Yes. Uh, Sifu, uh, you see I have on a uh, Chinese attire. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm an instructor of Chinese martial arts and it's known as the name of Tai Chi Chuan or Tai Chi. Yes. More specifically here in the Western world, it's known as being Tai Chi. And I guess we'll talk a little bit more about Tai Chi later because it has like multiple faces, I'll say. Right. You know, some people think it's like a martial art. Some people think it's like an aerobic exercise. So there's different things. So I guess we'll talk about that more. Yes. But uh, that's what I do full time, and um, I teach people. It's an art form. Yes. You know, and I've been doing I've been doing the art form like we said over 18 years now, and um, for me, it, it's brought um, health and vitality in my life. I'm also a disabled veteran, and. Uh, I'm no longer suffering from the injuries that I'm, I'm supposedly disabled from. You know, and uh, I give all thanks to the practice of Tai Chi. You know, um, the, the practice is based on making these slow circular movements. And those particular movements actually healed my knees. You know, I had, I had problems with my knees. I always had problems with my knees from, from the military. And um, after I would say maybe two years or so of, of a series practice, all those pains start going away. Wow. You know, and uh, that's one of the great things about Tai Chi, the, the, the healing benefits. So that, that, that grabbed me. I, always want, I, always, I was always into fitness and health. Yeah. And um, sharing that with others, you know, that's what really drives me more than anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you said earlier, you, you see yourself as a student. Well, me, myself, I'm, I, I consider myself a teacher. <clears throat> but by all regards, I'm always a student because there's always more to learn. Yeah. And and by being able to have an open mind and always being able to learn, I can bring more back to my students as well. So, and I'm teaching I'm teaching people from all over the country, all over the world actually. Just had a student come in from Europe on yesterday. So you know, the word is spreading. And um,
1: like you say, yeah, he says, yeah and doing long, without doing. Yeah. How long have you been? How, <laughs> how long have you been a, a, a Tai Chi Wan? That's That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I want to use the full. Tai term. Chi Chuan. <laughs> Tai Chi Chuan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how long have you been doing
0: that? I've been studying the art form, like I said, um, nearly 18 years. But actually, being promoted to Sifu, yeah, that promotion now has been, I think, about five years now. And I, I've been teaching. I've been teaching for 12 years. But you don't just get titles. You know, it's not like you just get titles for this and that. You have yeah. to actually put in the time to get the title. You yeah. know, they say 10,000 hours before you start realizing. You know how you use, use your art form no matter what it is you know if you're painting whatever
1: right yeah so speaking of art forms what did you do before you know becoming you know really indulge tell us the history of your first time you were aware that this stuff exists and how did it really draw you in
0: well the first time like i said the first time that i was aware of martial arts period i would say I was a small kid in South Carolina, and my best friend's father yeah. actually—he was in the military, and he just returned home from a tour in Vietnam. And uh, during that time, um, very popular TV shows were on, uh, like Kung Fu Theater. Yeah, and you probably don't remember that, but you were probably bit too don't. young. But they would come on every Sunday, and um, us little kids, you know, out in out in the uh, neighborhood, we, try and we would always try to, you know do what they I were had. doing you know we run outside and do it and then before long um my father had me enrolled into like a, a local school like uh, Taekwondo school and then um, I started taking up the art farm from there and I never stopped stopped practicing you know the arts went into the military
1: and so, uh, where you in the Army the Navy Air Force you was in the Air Force yeah I was
0: in the Air Force for 13 years yeah. and wow. um, once I got off that tour I actually um, came down here and, and one of the big businesses that I also gave up was like the real estate business. I was doing real estate at the time. I was investing in real estate with my buddy that I got out of the military with. And I gave that up. He thought he thought I was nuts. Yeah. I gave it up. I'm like, hey, I'm, do, I'm doing this full time. He's wow. like, really, man? You're like, yeah.
1: So you just like, how did you come up with the guts to give up all that money or whatever you was doing at the time just for this one thing that you thought was, was that you know was something I need to be in. How did you make that decision, you
0: know? I'll tell you why. It's because when I when I was actually doing that other stuff, yeah. I was good
1: at it too. I was good at it. You know, I was like really good
0: at it. But it was something that was missing. You know, yeah. even when I was doing that, I would always like be doing my Tai Chi. I would maybe cancel an appointment so I could go and train. Yeah. And I found myself like slowly but surely just replacing other things in my life with more Tai Chi, you know, more Tai Chi. And it just took me over, and I I knew it was something more to it, and like I said, Tai Chi is more than just a uh, martial art, you know, and um, it's also it's all, also what we consider to be like a uh, moving meditation. Yeah, and for me, that's one of the greatest benefits of all. Everybody can benefit from that, even if you're not interested in martial arts. I mean, in in today's society, yeah, that's why the benefits are still there, you know. People are like, why do you need martial arts? Well, it's not for fighting. Yeah. It never was intended for fighting right. anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you, you get the uh, training for your mind, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's a mental fight I- Exactly, it's, yeah.
1: a, it's a mental fight. It's
0: a stress reliever. You yeah. know, it teaches us how to deal with stress How to, <clears throat> when you can slow down and do do things like in the in the Tai Chi fashion a slow meditative fashion You can kind of see what's going on before it starts happening Like you might feel yourself getting stressed out. Yeah, and you'd be like no I'm not gonna let that take me over yeah, And you kind of can laugh at it, you know, because you've seen it, yeah. but if you were like not aware of it it would take you over before you know it, you may be having road rage you know what i mean but before tai chi practice i mean the art has completely changed me man yeah to a and that's what it does it just i mean now it's like all about compassion you know what i mean it's all about like helping others that's like the number one uh, principle for tai chi is to do no harm you know what i mean <laughs> even if you even if even if uh, violence if you know a violent encounter comes your way it's still to do no harm, even to the attacker. Wow! You know, and that's just beautiful. That's why I love it so much. Yeah, I'm like everybody should learn it. You know, do no harm. So you can't hurt. You yeah. can't just do no harm. Do no harm, man. And and you can learn how to overtake the uh, ag- aggressive uh, attacker or whatever. And and actually, they can go home safe, and you can go home safe. You don't even have to injure their ego. You know, that's what's so beautiful about it. You know, <laughs> it's like. No, just yeah, it just gets deeper and deeper, man.
1: So um, let's let's go deeper into Tai Chi. <laughs> let's I mean, go. And so what is what is a former definition or like? Because we're thinking everyone watching don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let, let's let's enlighten. So them yeah, so we we've, we've been
0: talking about this Tai Chi thing here. Yeah. And I mentioned that Tai Chi is like I um, will say multi faced Yeah. So. Most people, and when I say most people, I'm talking about people here in the Western world. Mm-hmm. So America, let's talk about America, because originally, and there there are some um, disputes on where Tai Chi actually originated from, but we trace it back as far as China. Okay. All right. Some people say it goes back even even further, but the evidence seems to kind of like trickle away. All right. So I don't get involved in the disputes. I'm just glad because I see it as a treasure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. In China, a lot of the people in China, they still see it as being a martial art, all right? Here in the Western world, it's being seen more as a type of, uh, let's say, aerobic type exercise. Yeah. And I would even say aerobic exercise with uh, a touch of yogic principles in it. Yeah. Because it has a meditative state, all right? So here we have martial art, mm-hmm. we have a uh, the yoga principle being like the meditative flow. Mm-hmm. So let's call it a moving meditation. All right, Tai Chi, moving meditation. And then it can also be like a uh, self-defense. You see what I'm saying? So people use it as a self-defense system. And what it really depends depends upon is what does the student want to get out of it? What, what mm-hmm. are you looking for? Right. Because a, a lot of the people who I teach, they're not interested in martial arts, All right? they may just be interested in getting a good exercise. So I'm able to give those students what they want and maybe later they'll change their mind and they want to move on. Right. You know what I mean? Because I teach, all, I teach all of the, I teach the complete art. So first of all, I would say, if, if you're interested in learning the art, you have to make sure that the teacher that you find actually can give you what you want to get because a lot of the teachers only know it as an exercise. You know what I mean? And there's a there's a rare few that want to know it as being more, you know. And those are usually the the ones that want to know the complete art Mm -hmm. are the ones who are usually going to be like what we call the um, disciples. Yeah. my shoulder to be my circle.
1: Tai Chi is not just a form of martial arts, it's, it's not just a form of meditation, it, it's it's a lifestyle.
0: It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes
1: a lifestyle, it, it's what you make of it, and, and that's what I kind of got from you. It's, what, it's like with anything in life, it's what are you going to make of it. Exactly.
0: That's it. That's it. That's the complete art. It becomes a lifestyle at some point. If you wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, the art art has that to offer you.
1: So. I know you said you were picking berries and fruit, and some people were watching this interview. One of the main concerns is nutrition. So what are a couple of tips and advice that you could give in regards to not only looking at the exterior and interior, well, I guess Tai Chi is also interior.
0: Of course.
1: like, how do you, what you're putting into your body, what, what are some things that you apply in your daily life that you do?
0: Well, first of all, I always say that everybody, everybody's body yeah. is different. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you have to find what what works for you. But um, I can give you like a, a synopsis of how I did things and and what how it worked for me. Okay. So in the beginning, I, I knew I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle, and some things had to change, right? I was over-consuming alcohol, mm-hmm. um, drinking too many sodas, not drinking nearly enough water, right? <clears throat> and uh, I went in the military and decided I. I wanted to get in better shape so i started getting in better shape started going to the gym and slowly but surely i started thinking more about nutrition what am i putting in my body right and um, becoming a, I call a bodybuilder you okay. know i started cutting out i cut out the beef i cut out the pork i kept chicken and i would eat like a lot of i was a chicken breast and yeah. um turkey you know i would eat those things a lot and uh veggies and fruit still not nearly enough. You know, I cut out the alcohol yeah, and um, started drinking more water. And slowly but surely, over over the years, I noticed that um, I started taking more things out. And at this point, I don't consume meat at all, but that's just a personal choice of mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not for any type of uh, religious reasons or spiritual reasons or whatever. I just feel like my body just feels better without it. I've experimented with it, you know, Right. and uh, some people get concerned. Where are you getting your protein from? Well, I go in and get my blood work all the time and everything is perfect. You know, I mean, my 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 health is fine. And uh, I think a lot of people are confused about the protein because I also I don't drink milk. I remove all dairy from my life. No milk, no cheese, no dairy. So people are like, where are you getting protein from? Well, they don't realize that there's also other vegetables out there that you can actually um, get your get your protein sources from, yeah. you know what I mean? People don't realize that it's not really about the uh, protein, it's about the omega-3s, you know, and amino acids, you know, the, so people get confused. Yeah, I mean, know?
1: like, what do you expect? There's just so much different. <laughs> Like beliefs out there and information that that's kept passing that keeps passing on. Exactly. And then like it's like protein, protein, pro It's like protein is not the most significant thing to have in, exactly. in life. Like, the, like look deeper <laughs> into your food. We're just a protein, protein-induced society because that's what sells.
0: Exactly. That's what it. Boils that's down where the money to. at. That's what it boils down to. And so people don't think about uh, fruits and veggies or whatever. They always say that um, eating healthier costs a lot of money. But actually, I look at it, and and I'm actually spending less money, you know what I mean, by eating what I eat, because I eat a lot less now, because I'm not as hungry. So I'm not, like, eating just to eat all the time. Yeah. I'm, like, eating to live now. Oh, You know what I mean? So that's a big difference. So my body doesn't, like, ask for food as often. You know what I mean? So you just get in tune,
1: man. Yeah, some people are living to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And the people who got it right are, are... or eating to live yeah so all the processed foods
0: phew, all of that stuff is gone because it's got too many preservatives in it you know yeah. what i mean the gmos i removed that from my life as well mm-hmm. so that's what's been working for me and
1: so you know find what works for you at the end of the day it's like that's that's the message i'm getting. exactly
0: And and you know some of the tips that i just shared with you that i've actually incorporated into my life yeah I have some other people, students and friends that have been suffering from different ailments. Yeah, Uh, A big one was like high blood pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they started removing certain things that I just mentioned, the bread included. People love bread, so, (laughs) you know. They removed those things from their life and their blood work started. Started changing up. Turning around, man. Completely around. Even people who have like um, arthritic joints. I had a student tell me about uh, for a while one joint was just arthritic it's gone it's gone now changed diet started exercising and it's gone so it's just like lifestyle changes man lifestyle changes yeah that's what it's all about you know we get stuck in our own little paradigms and it's and and we're resistant to change
1: you know but so so all about changing the lifestyle and taking a more holistic view, more kind of like knowing thyself, you know? Um, and how have you begin to know yourself more over the time? Like some people, they're like, well, I'm lost, you know? Like, I'm just trying to figure this this life thing out. Mm-hmm. Like, how how have you begin to like know yourself better and like, and in return, build up the compassion, build up the passion that you got for what you're doing right now? How have you been able to do that?
0: So this is what I tell people, because they, mm-hmm.
1: they actually ask
0: me what you just said, you know? they say, they they feel like they they haven't found their passion, they're confused, they don't know how to find their passion. How did I find mine? So I tell them, the way that I find my passion may not be the same way that you find your passion. Mm -hmm. It may be a different way. I say, but we all have a passion. And I said, more than likely, you're probably already doing your passion and don't realize it. You're just not seeing it as a passion because you're not doing it as much as you should be doing it because Mm -hmm. you're busy doing other things. You know what I mean? So I say, this is what showed me my passion. When I was able to sit down, quiet my mind, and see what was going on in my life and what, what do I really love to do? What what do I, what would I do and wouldn't care about being paid for? You know what I mean? That, because it's not about money. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need money, of course, don't get me wrong. In this society, we need money. It's a tool. But it's simply a tool. You know what I mean? It's just gonna give you more of what
1: you already have.
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: Yeah, and it's going to give you more of what you already have. And one thing that you have is compassion, is love to spread. Yeah. And you said one thing, Tai Chi has give, given you more compassion. What's your definition of being compassionate?
0: Well, when I think of being compassionate,
1: yeah, it's basically, I, I look at it being
0: very simple. I look at everyone as being like a brother or a sister. And, you know, I treat them that way even like a thought, I I start with my thoughts. I always tell people, I say, if you want to train being compassionate, being compassionate, compassionate, do this. I say, watch your thoughts. I say, imagine that everybody that comes in contact with you, they can actually hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So work on that and I guarantee you, You'd be working on being compassionate. You'd be working that. (laughs) I guarantee it, and it works like a charm. And I I practice it all the time. Hey, that's some good advice. Yeah, it works. It's simple, and it's just like you know, you find yourself going the wrong way, and you're like, hey, man, they can hear you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Think of me.
1: Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video.